0: Coach Tori, and this is Raising Runners. We talk running, fitness, mental health, and so many more topics. As the founder of a youth running program, I approach all of our conversations with our youth athletes in mind and kind of have a focus around those things. But as you will see, we are finding that all of these topics relate to runners and people who like to move and do fitness or anything like that um, relates to everybody. Check it out. all right everybody we're back from spring break who's excited probably just me but okay we're back it was spring break for anybody who's does spring break stuff but i told you i'd be back in may we're back we are trying to figure out a schedule we it's me trying to figure out a schedule getting some guests in refocusing a little bit um so i thought a fun way to start off Our return from spring break would be with a super special guest who's been talked about a couple of times, probably on the show. He is a recent retiree, lifelong runner, animal enthusiast. Let's see what else is on that list. Undefeated, undisputed champion of the world, Jeffrey Jeffy Boy Williams, my dad. Hey, dad.
1: Hey, Tori. How are you?
0: (laughs) I thought I had, especially because, okay. Okay like 20 minutes ago, as I'm putting James to bed, I was like, I had a whole intro in my head of like all of the, all the things I was like, uh, every accolade I could think of for you. And I lost like 90% of them as I was talking.
1: Well, I had three things on my list for that. And and you hit them all. I'm, I'm, if I was going to introduce myself, I'm Jeff Williams. I'm a retired accountant, uh, father of three amazing children, which you're obviously one of them. Uh, <laughs> also father, I guess, a sort of father to, two. a uh, stepchildren as well. And I've been running for 45 years. Um, And I'm embarrassed to say that I continue to learn things that I should have known 20 years ago (laughs) and did not know.
0: Well, and that's kind of like really what I wanted to talk to you about, because I know you've been a runner forever, but like, also, I think as a kid who sees their parent, like, not that you don't exist as a person, but like, you know, there's a certain age where you're just dad you don't like ha- like I don't see you as someone who runs or has like hobbies or any kinds of other things but then like there comes a point where it's like oh now we run together and like running is a thing but I knew you used to run but that doesn't like register as a real part of your life because I you know what I mean like it's like well, a yeah. weird no, kid we thing
1: yeah and it's not like you and I like grab coffee and talk about like the good old days when I was a runner in high school or college right so it's that's just not part of what we talk about. We talk about things that are going on in real time today. And, you know, we don't talk about the past.
0: Right. Well, and it's so funny because I feel like a lot of what I know about you, and I'm going to ask you in a second to talk about, you know, your running journey. But I feel like mom was always telling me about running stuff. And actually, even on after my, one of my favorite Coach T episodes, and she was talking about triple jump. And then I was, mom was like, you know, your dad did triple jump. And I'm like, somehow that just never I don't remember that, but I'm like, yeah, I hear all about like your running stuff, not even from you. Um, so it's just kind of funny.
1: I did do a, a couple of triple jumps, but that wasn't my specialty. I was oh. yeah, yeah. No, so I, I had done the triple jump more in high school than in college. And I, I was a sort of a long jump specialist.
0: Uh, she might have had her facts wrong, but
1: <laughs> yeah. no, 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 no. I, I I had done it, so I, I can't say that she was wrong. Wouldn't say that. Yeah.
0: I, I won't say it on air. <laughs> hey mom. <laughs> Um, okay. So 45 years of running, where does that start?
1: Yeah. So it starts in high school and uh freshman in high school, you know, it's probably the same today. There's sort of three seasons, right? It's fall, winter, spring. Um, so my friends are going out for football. I go out for football. Um, they make me an offensive lineman and you know how big I am. I'm tall, but I'm not very big, right? hundred and at the time, I was 105 pounds, but now oh my I'm 105 gosh. pounds. Yeah, I was a rail. And because <laughs> I showed no other skills, I became an offensive lineman. After that, I went into wrestling and, uh, again, weighed 105 pounds. I was the only guy on the team that weighed 105 pounds, so I became the varsity 105-pound wrestler for the season. At the end of that season, I, you know, I didn't plan to do any running after that. It was really my coach from wrestling said, you know, I think you got a great future in running? I thought I was going to say wrestling, but yeah. he said,
0: <laughs> like not this, something else. Yeah. You know,
1: something else, something that, you know, I'm like, Oh, that's great. I, I you know, maybe I'll be back next year. He's like, oh, you know? So anyway, so I went out for outdoor track. He was an assistant coach for the outdoor track team as well. So he did have some motivation, but he saw me running against wrestlers and, you know, yeah, I was the best running wrestler. I was not the best running runner. So when I got to the outdoor track team and, you know, they, again, tall, skinny kid, you're, you're thinking it's a distance runner. They put me in the distance running team and it wasn't faring so well. But then about three or four weeks in, they uh, had like a sort of a fitness test. And one of the things was to do was run 150 meters, you know, all out. And I was the fastest or one of the two fastest kids on the team. So I suddenly became no longer a distance runner, I was now a sprinter. And, and that really was what, I, I didn't know I was a sprinter um and And it worked out well. I ended up being state champion in uh three sprinting events uh again, in the state by the way, for everyone is the state of Rhode Island, so it is the smallest <laughs> state um and then I was also second in the high jump. Um, you know I jumped six foot four now again it's Rhode Island. The winner was jumped six foot eight, so there's a big difference you can see sort of like, okay, there was probably not that many kids jumping um so uh, and then in new england and like they had a new england championship i was second in the 200 meters in all of new england so you know good sprinting high school career college very similar i went to a division three school so i wasn't running for oregon or uh, arkansas i'm running for texas tech i'm running for widening university you know great school loved it and uh, but i was you know i think my the only thing I would reference there was I was just outside All-American status in the uh, long jump. That was my sp- sort of specialty there. Did all the sprints, um, but I probably peaked as a freshman in college and you know, senior in high school in the running events. Um, but long jump, I was probably, I think I ended up two out of the All-American spot. So that was either six made All-American and I was eight or eight made All-American and I was 10. So again, in the nation for division three athletes. <laughs>
2: now
0: oh go ahead
1: yeah yeah so but as you probably know right well and you experienced probably as well you ran the 800 meters in college like once you leave college and if you're a sprinter there's no sprints on weekends to go running with it it was a tough transition to then go into sort of distance running
0: yeah well we we talk I don't even know who we is I talk about this to a lot of people all the time it's like yeah you're a sprinter and you love running and then you become an adult and it's like um what do I do now? I learn how to run longer, or I just like raise kids in the neighborhood.
2: Like, yeah, you know, no, there's no, like nothing no, else no. to
0: do.
1: Yeah, I mean, the shortest thing you can get is 5K, and that's and that's really long when all you've run is a 400 meters, right? So, there's a big difference, a whole different skill set. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So then you know, the journey is a lot of what things we you know you and I have been probably doing over the last 10 years. I just would do local races here. Um, I, I very rarely run with anybody, but I ran with a guy named Jerry Paulson for a while. He worked with me. By the way, you know his son, Tim Paulson. Yeah, Tim.
0: Just, uh, We've watched yeah. him in CrossFit, right?
1: Yeah, he's a CrossFit guy. Uh, but yeah, he, it, he was a much better athlete to me, Jerry Paulson. And Tim is, I'm sure, as well. <laughs> yeah, right. um, so, but, but we would run together, uh, train. We, we started training for a marathon. Um, I ended up getting into New York City Marathon. He unfortunately didn't get in. He did the Marine Corps Marathon. Again, much better runner than me. Uh, I had a terrible experience in the New York City Marathon and sort of swore I was never doing another marathon again. So I made a bunch of mistakes. I mean, in hindsight, it's so obvious to me, the mistakes I made, we can go through those in a a bit. Um, But yeah, at the time, I sort of felt like, okay, you know what, I ran 17 miles, I should be able to run 26 and no, ran 17, then I broke, couldn't do any more, you know, and then had to finish the last like nine miles, you know just walking, jogging, walking, walking, sitting down, walking, that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, going back just a little bit, um, so after college, was it just like um, you needed to do something to stay fit, so you're like, I guess I'll just like go out running now, or was there like some kind of break, or like how did that look?
1: Yeah, I think I ran, I'd say I ran most of those years, but, but it was really more like just running the neighborhood, trying to go out and run a mile or two, it um, and, and really was a fitness thing. I, I I have a passion for health and fitness, so it really was just that. But again, you you know you're. I anyway, played a little bit of tennis. I bought a bike, and we did some run bike runs. Uh, you know where you sort of run five miles, bike you know ten miles, and then run another five. So yeah, did those off and on. Um, so yeah, it really was just a quest for fitness. Um, I think I've even told you before. Like during running, like while I'm running, I don't love running. Like I love having run. Like I yeah. like the challenge of it. I like the satisfaction of being done, but I, I can't believe most people, I know I, I hear people talk about the runner's high and in the zone and you, I think you've got a podcast on this. I can't say I ever experienced any of those things. Now that'll probably come back to one of the things on my list is I always ran incorrectly. Once I got out of college, I mean, I had a college coach and a high school coach, so I probably ran correctly there for what I was doing. But after college, I didn't have a coach, uh, didn't read about running. I just did what I thought I should do. And that was, you know, pick a five mile loop and run it as fast as you can. And I was big on data. So I would write the time down. And then next time out, same thing, try to run the same route, try to run it faster. And that's, I mean, I, I I, I'm embarrassed to say I've done that for sort of 30 years, It's the same thing. Like that's what, that's all I did.
0: Well, and I, I mean, I guess maybe you don't actually know, like were people sharing the information they had? Did people actually have good information on running back then? Cause I feel like even now, like it's definitely more of a newer thing. People talking about proper training for distance and different kinds of things like that. And what we should and shouldn't be doing. And maybe it's just like, Social media and how it's easy to spread information out that I'm to do a lot of work to find it, but I guess maybe you might not even know if that yeah, was a no, the thing I, then.
1: Yeah, there's a lot more information available today, readily available. I right? mean, <laughs> you can search it online, but you know, then there was no, I didn't have a cell phone, there was no uh, internet, there was, it didn't exist, right? So you're dealing with the 19, I mean, you're talking about the 1980s uh, into the 90s. Yeah, stuff started to come around about that time. Um, but it wasn't like it was readily available. If you wanted to do a marathon, you might buy a book, uh, and, and find it from there. But I never did that. It was really just, you know, how hard is this concept, right? You sort of run, you run, try to run further. You try to run faster. And lo and behold, that's not the answer. There's, there's no, and, and even at the time there were a bunch of studies and I think there were athletes like Alberto Salazar and other ones that were referenced. I'm actually reading, uh, quote reading. (laughs) <laughs> uh, via, via uh, an audio book, um, a, a book on eighty twenty, right? And eighty twenty is the first one on my list, which is, um, you know, 80% of your runs should be in this sort of low effort zone. And you may recall, like, I, I only discovered that a year ago. Um,
2: yeah.
1: I was, when I was listening to a, a, a different audio book about uh, running like the pros, I think is what it was called.
2: Yeah.
1: And that same thing, same concept was, yeah you know, that's the way they train, but most amateurs, so I'm not alone, most non-professional runners do what I do, which is map out a route, run it, and then try to run it faster the next time, faster the next time. That's what a lot of people do. And I think the word is getting out that that's, that's not the right way to get your cardiovascular system enhanced, how to run faster. It just really breaks your body down. But you're really going backwards, not forwards.
0: Oh, yeah. And I think a lot of us, too, get stuck in, like, you know, the maybe it's the pride aspect of it, but the pacing that we're doing. So that whole 80, 20 idea of those slower, easy efforts, like in your head, you're like, I don't want to be running around for eight miles at a 10 minute pace. I will be out there forever. 10 minute pace, 12 minute pace, whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, yeah kipchoge out there doing his you know easy effort at what seven minute pace or something yeah, right six, and he's doing 20 minutes, yeah right you know so it's yeah. like it just looks different so it's so hard for us it's like you know pedestrian runners or whatever it is to be like yeah i'll go spend three hours covering not a huge distance because i have to run slow
2: yeah
1: yeah and it, it's funny because that's so that's a lot of what's in this book this the first book i, I referenced that uh, run like a pro was was good information the, the one i'm reading now the 80 20 by matt i think it's fitzgerald um has a ton of studies referenced in it so you get a lot more of the science behind it um so yeah i'll, I'll give you the reference to it so you can you know at some point listen to it or read it It it's yeah. it fascinating there actually there's a few um children in, it, in there as well that they reference uh, i know there's not a ton of that stuff done um that one they referenced that I just heard about was um, around changing people's strides and what what works and what doesn't work. Um, And the fact that changing strides are hard to do for most people. And the thing that you just referenced a second ago, also pacing yourself is what you think is maybe a moderate or low effort um, may not be. It's hard to run in that sort of talking zone where you can sort of run and talk at the same time, so. And I run alone, so I, I I don't talk when I run. So I have a hard time figuring out like, am I in that zone right now? Could I could I talk right now?
0: I know it's funny too because I you know the few people that I coach who also often are running alone and you know and like you said everyone struggles with finding that pace and some of them will say like oh I, you know I tried singing while I was out or I was talking to myself and I'm like that must be so cute like out there running like talking alone but I do remember I used to do that oh my gosh, however many years ago when I was living off of whatever highway route three or something, and I would run like at night along the highway and I would sing. And I don't think I was doing it for any real reason because I definitely didn't know all this then, but I do remember doing that and being like, oh, this is probably so weird.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, it is hard to pace yourself. And I, and I still, like, I, I'm, I love data as I reference before. So, you know, I use a Fitbit watch. So I look at the end of each of my runs and I, gives you sort of what your mile times were so I, i'm pretty good now about tracking um you know if i'm going to run right now i'm in a zone where i'm running 35 miles or so a week so i know if i'm going to 20 of that's going to be hard you know, where are those hard miles at and you know i've got those mapped out on my schedule but everything else needs to be in that sort of for me nine nine and a half probably range and above time you know, per, per mile and so if i don't if i if I'm not conscious of it, you know, you feel kind of good, like oh, I'm, I'm just running good. Uh, you see someone in front of you running, like oh, I should probably just just ch- ch- just catch that guy, like
2: <laughs> right, you're like, like I gotta like, pass oh, that
1: I'm, and keep going. Yeah, I'm like eight and a half now. Like, gosh, that's, that's definitely not in the, in for me in the in that sort of low effort zone.
0: Right. Now, I definitely want to talk about your current training, but because I feel like I lose track of where I am if I don't stick chronologically here.
2: Yep. Go ahead. Back
0: to your first marathon. Um, yep. And I feel like the only thing I know about that, which hopefully is even a true thing was that you fell asleep. And I only know that because as like a kid, you know, you brag about weird stuff. Yeah. And that was like some kind of strange fact I used to tell people all the time is like, well, my dad went to sleep while he was running a marathon. And yeah. I don't, but I do like remember repeatedly telling people that I'm like, what, why was that a cool fact to share? So yeah let's hear those mistakes.
2: Yeah.
1: So the mistakes uh, I made probably three huge ones, right? So it, it was poor nutrition. I don't think I ate hardly at all. Again, that wasn't a huge thing that people again, in my circles, people are talking about nutrition while you were running. Yeah. So I didn't eat anything during the run until I you know, ran into someone who had cookies and I ate some cookies at like mile 14. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Um, hydration was a little bit more of a thing. You knew you had to drink some water but really, for me, uh, my failure in this one, as well as uh, I did one in Miami in 2020, right before the pandemic broke, um, same mistake I made, which was my long run, my, lo- my longest run was like 17 miles. Um, and at the end of that 17 miles, I was struggling. It wasn't like I finished 17 and I still felt fresh, I could run another 10. It was I ran 17 and I was done. Um, and then I experienced the same thing in the, in the New York City marathon. So So by mile 17 or 18, now I'm at the point of of walking, jogging, Um, there's 30,000 people in that race. So at at the halfway point, I was in the top 25%. I finished in the bottom 25%, so there's 15,000 people past me in the second half of that race. That's a lot of people. Wow. Uh, There were people wearing wedding dresses and, you
2: know,
1: it's like, oh my God, this is demoralizing. But anyway, at, at one point I felt so bad I just sort of sat on the curb and, you know, that relief of just sitting after being in such pain for so long, um, just sort of leaned back and just rested and rested and rested. The next thing I knew, I was like, whoa, I think I, 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 I just fell asleep because the noise around you just becomes a buzz. It doesn't yeah. like, it's sort of, and I was like, okay, I, you know, back then there's no Uber. I can't, I can't get home. I'm in New York. I don't live in New York. I live in Philadelphia area. I went with someone there and they're there with their boyfriend and they were ahead of me. So I'm thinking, I got to get to the finish line somehow. So you just got to keep moving. So it wasn't people congratulated me for finishing, but it was like, I didn't have a choice. It wasn't like I could have just taken a cab home. Right. If I could have, I would have, but I couldn't. So I had to sort of get to the finish line to meet these people so I could get home.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: So it was a terrible, uh, at the time I said, I wouldn't do another one. But I did do another one. And I had a similar experience. <laughs> oh, I didn't no. sleep in the second one. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, cause I feel like everyone you hear talk about like their New York city marathon moments of like, you know, the triumph and like loving the atmosphere and all that stuff. And you just were like, Nope, never again.
1: No, it was, my goal was probably, I don't know. It wasn't three and a half hours, but maybe certainly sub four was my goal. I was over five. Um, I do remember when I was finishing, the guy was announcing like the oldest woman in the race was finishing as well. And it's like, oh my God, Right? Just didn't get any worse.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. So then when I imagine you took a little bit of break from running then. Yeah,
1: I did. I mean, I, I certainly took a break from marathons. And, and like I said, over the 45 years, there were definitely a year or two or three that I probably didn't run at all where I focused more on weight training. But yeah, I, I went back to sort of shorter distances where I was doing like the Broad Street Run or other runs in the Philadelphia area.
0: So your next marathon, 2020, you had a similar experience. Did you learn from your first one and just had similar results or? Yeah,
1: I, I, well, I was much better prepared hydration wise, much better prepared. Um, you know, nutrition wise, right? I had, I I had a a real strategy for what I was going to eat during the race, what miles I was eating stuff. Uh, I was drinking water every, every rest stop. So I had those two things dialed in, but I was up here in Philadelphia area training for a run in Miami. And I had just done the half marathon in Palm beach, but I had to come back for the holidays, right? Then you, I'm, I'm busy at work. So in January, February, it's the busiest time for accountants. Um, so I, I didn't get, I, I was in great shape for the half marathon, did great mid-December for that. And that's why I felt like, okay, I'm in great shape for uh, 13 miles. I felt great at the end of it. I feel like I could you know, just step it up a little bit and do a marathon, but very similar results from the standpoint of like the training was tough. I, I was doing it on a treadmill inside. So I wasn't outside running in the real cold weather. I thought I might be better adjusted by being indoors in like 70 degree weather with a sweatshirt on, training for Miami. It just didn't translate. So when I got there, I'd only done a 17 mile run on a treadmill was my longest run. And again, same result, ill-prepared. 17 miles in, you got nine miles of walking and jogging. Yeah, that one there, I feel like, I don't think I'm being overly dramatic. I feel like I almost died. Um, so I got back to the hotel. I, you know, finally finished. My my legs are, like, spasming, and they're they're not functioning, you know, correctly. Um, I my hotel was probably about a half mile from the start line. So I get back to the hotel. I, urinate for the first time in four plus hours, and it's like reddish brown.
2: Oh and no. So, yeah.
1: So I call Reagan. I tell her like, hey, I, I feel absolutely horrible. Like I even like the last, besides the last nine miles, like it didn't get better when I finished. It wasn't like, oh, what a relief. Like I've
0: done great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's like, man, I, I, I feel absolutely horrible. Then this happens. And she's like, looks it up. She's like, I could be rabidomyelosis. So I'm like, what is that? Like, oh, look at that. Like, that sounds serious. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I don't know whether it was, so that's why I felt like I was like, I was close to really being sick. But I managed to get take a shower, get down to the lobby because I had to check out and had to fly back to Philly. Oh my gosh! But I had to fly back for like five or six or seven hours. So I, I managed to get down to the lobby, put my bag in the corner, and I just sort of sat in a chair, in the corner for about five hours in the lobby, just you know taking some sips of water and eating some crackers, and you know just slowly feeling a little bit better, a little bit better, and it, it took a day or two. You know, I mean, I, I did manage to fly back and not have to go to emergency room, which was my other alternative. Um, but yeah, it was like, man, this I I finished runs before. And it, like, when you finish, like, okay, you're done. You, 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 your output's done. You feel okay. And I didn't feel okay. I felt like I was really sick. So, oh, my God. Well, I don't think
0: I knew that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you're yeah. here.
1: Yeah, wow. Here. <laughs> I
0: do remember you saying it was tough, but I didn't really...
1: Yeah, I don't think we ever debriefed. I mean, I, I know you were tracking at the time and I, saw it and I knew going into it, I debriefed with you like from a standpoint of, yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. Last nine miles stopped. But we talked about the run part, but I didn't get into probably the details of, like, okay, this was bad.
0: Uh, that sucks. And then you haven't done one since, right? No,
1: no, okay. that was right before the pandemic. I was going to ask you, that's one of my four questions for you, which is, are you going to do a marathon?
0: Uh I go back and forth like every other day. I don't know. I feel like I do want to because you know it's like one of those like bucket listy runner things. But I'm just like, ah, that distant distance isn't really my thing. I mean, what is my thing? Who knows? But I don't know. I feel like I'm not really like you know, you've seen me just like you know, plod through a half marathon in Florida whenever we we get through it and I'm like, I, I tried to train and then I just didn't. And here I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you, you were were like me 20 years ago, right. is juggling that finding the time to train is absolutely, you know, it's a huge commitment, right? So as a retiree and we can go through my schedule in a bit, but it, you know, most of my focus when I get up in the morning is, you know, what's my schedule with, for, for running, lifting and mobility what's my diet going to be this, you know, I, I, I have it all wired in. Like it's, it's, it's all scheduled out for me. Like I know what I'm going to do every day. Um, yeah. and, and it's, and it's my primary focus. My primary focus isn't like, okay, my job, my you know, getting that stuff done, taking care of the children. Like my focus is, is me, unfortunately. With me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm up for one now. Cause I do feel like with this, with what i saw was the game changer of this 80 20 training I, I i don't know that before this past year or two i ever ran the distance i was about to run so for half marathons maybe i, I worked my way up to like 11 miles and said okay i'm good enough i'll, I'll make 13. Mm-hmm. and the same thing with the marathon which didn't work out with was doing 17 and thinking i could we'll get carried through for the day it'll be easier and get 26. yeah but the most recent half marathon i did i, mean, I ran the half marathon in training at least three times yeah so i feel like and again i'm not sure i'm going to go and run three marathons before i go run a marathon but i'll also know that if i run 20 miles and i can't take another step i'm not ready if right. i run 20 miles and i feel like okay you know what i could have gone further i'm not going to because i'm gonna i don't want to break my body down but um it's a different feeling i now know that the feeling i had it in my training when i did 17 miles I knew I couldn't take another step and I don't know why I thought when I got to the marathon, I was going to be able just to get carried through and, and make it that far.
0: Yeah, no, I was thinking that when you kept saying 17 and I was like, I don't feel like that's what anybody's goal is, is to get to 17 and then think they have the nine. Like usually we're talking 20 or 22 yeah. and I'm like 17 feels a little a little short.
1: It, 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 yeah, it definitely was short of, of any book you would read, any program you would read. But It's also like you know, which, which you just mentioned as well with training, it's brutal to go and run 17 miles, right? You're talking about, you're talking about, you know, two and a half hour minimum effort. Yeah. Um, and, and especially when I wasn't sort of applying this 80-20 concept, it was like, okay, every step is, you're, you, you might be going out too fast, you're about to break, you, you might have to walk, you might have to do walk-run. So it, it, I found, I find running much more enjoyable now, this last 12 months than yeah. I, did my entire 38 years before that, so. Yeah. So I'm up well, for another one if I, if, <laughs> if you want to do it, um, but I'll probably wait for you at this point in time, but I don't know if I can get in this kind of shape. I'm in pretty good shape now. I don't know if I can get in this kind of shape again if I get out of shape.
0: <laughs> so time is ticking. I have to decide soon. <laughs>
1: yes. At yeah. year old, I mean, I, I am now, con- you're not conscious of time. I am. I am conscious of the fact that uh, I've got anywhere from zero to 20 remaining years on this planet right so it's like okay there's a there's a end point that you don't think about when you're 20 when you're 60 you think about that end point and I don't know whether it's one zero or 20 and I know I'm not going to be able to run a marathon in 20 years so
2: yeah
0: yeah well I mean I guess and we'll talk about our our upcoming race in a little bit but depending on how that goes we'll see we'll see what I'm thinking because I keep there's been a couple the past year. It's been like, oh, maybe I'll plan one for the spring. Maybe I'll plan one for the fall. But just like you're saying, is like, I don't want to do one if I'm not ready. Cause I, you know, my body just doesn't deserve that. So I'm like, I need to have the time to train. And again, I'm sure you've heard me complain countless times of like, I just, I'm trying to train and I just can't do it. <laughs> so yeah, it yeah. is on the list though.
1: Okay. Well, if it's on the list. Because I, I feel like, if, so you referenced the run that we're, we're thinking about. So I was going to ask you how your training is going for our 12-hour <laughs> relay race. Because I, tra- I, 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 I hate to say I'm dialed in because I don't know how you're feeling. But uh-huh. I, feel like I am dialed in. That doesn't mean I'm not going to get hurt in a week and be oh, completely unable to run. But right. at the moment, I, I, I'm right on pace with where I want to be.
0: Well, I'm sure my answer on how training is going will be shorter than yours, so I'll go first on how mine's been going. I will say I'm having a killer week right now. It is Wednesday, and I have five and a half miles registered for the week. So.
1: Wait, all right. Well, I know you started with like like one mile, so I'm um that's good.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have
1: eighty days, by the way. There's eighty days left.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, we'll see. Um, yeah. So it's, you know, it's going, my back is still like, just so not happy with running, but I am going to see my chiropractor friend, hopefully in the near future to see if she has any suggestions on anything that'll help. Um, and I've had my alarm set for four, a couple days this week to go run and then, uh, haven't done it. Um, so because like last night james was up at 12 then the dog was up at one and i'm like yeah i'm not getting up and going running now <laughs>
1: no I, i'm shaking my head not because i'm disappointed in you know i'm shaking my head because <laughs> i would never i i can't do am runs like that i can't do it it's too optional when the alarm's going off i've tried it before alarm goes off it's like man no 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 this is not the time to run right now
0: oh, i know i it sucks because i Well, we're going to, I'm going to give it a try for the next couple of weeks is having it be the morning run. Cause I was doing nap runs with the stroller, but then it's like, oh, I have work. I have to get done during naps and like eh, having money, I guess is more important. Who knows? We're (laughs) like mowing the lawn. Like that has to get, you know, so it's like, okay, nap time's getting eaten up by like actual life responsibilities. And then, I mean, tonight I got lucky that he was asleep at 845, but most nights it's like 915, I'm creeping out of the room, you know? And I'm like, do I put my shoes on now? To go for a long run like ah so yeah we're i'll figure it out but um yes that's my training it's going
2: all right
1: well we got 80 days still um
2: yeah
1: i'm probably a little bit further along than you are at the moment so that's a that's,
2: little.
1: but we can you know i think it'll come down to our strategy for how do we break up the you know the 12 hours right so we're at the moment we're figuring we're going to run six hours each then it's a question of whether we run you know each loops two miles do we do two and then tap the next person and have them do two do we do oh ten? God. and then tap and someone say you know just us do like 10 like okay uh, so we'll see we'll see we'll, we'll see how things go
0: yeah well so for anybody who cares who's still listening to us ramble on about our running lives we're doing a 12-hour relay race and there's like kind of no rules except for somebody always has to be running. You can't be running at the same time and only full, it's a two mile loop and only full loops will count when it hits midnight. Um, so our initial thought was, well, at least my initial thought was like, each of us takes like two hours on, two hours off back and forth to get to the end. But, um, yeah, like it is, we can kind of divide it any way we want, but how tell everybody what your training's looking like. Cause you've done some, some fun stuff already. I feel like.
1: Yeah, yeah. So my my his, my, my my training is uh, just on a week, week by week basis. Uh, I look at my total miles. Right now I'm at 30, I'll get to 36 or 30, 36 to 39 this week, depending on what my next couple runs are. Um, did 10 on Monday and 10 was a relatively easy run. I went to a, a, a local park and it was like, first time I've been there and it was nice and smooth. And after 10, Miles, I got in the car and came home. Like oh, this feels, I could actually do other things. And I'd say years ago, I could if I ran ten miles, I was done for the day, man, at hundred percent done. And then I did, I do uh, intervals on Tuesday. So my weeks are all the same for the most part. So ten Monday intervals, I did six miles of intervals. Um, you know, six total miles. So it's actually four miles of hard running. Um, seven minute mile pace is what I do. It, uh, Half mile increments. So uh, that's that one. Long runs are Thursday. So I take Wednesday off because I take care of cats at an animal shelter, um, and I'm usually tired from Tuesday. Uh, so Thursday is my long run. I'm planning to do 13 this week. I did 16 last week, and it was a lot. I felt I felt pretty bad after 16, so I'm going to dial it back to 13 this week. And then I make up the difference on Saturday. I'll do, uh, at this moment, it says seven, but I might go back to the same loop and do 10. That's why I might get up anywhere between 36 and 39 miles. Yeah,
0: that sounds awesome. And then you do strength too, right?
1: Yeah, so that's my, yeah. So I, every, every week I, I sort of divvy it up between lifting, uh, running, abs and mobility. And I do a body scan as part of my sort of, I won't show you, but I've got sort of a spreadsheet that sort of tracks all those four categories in my in my fitness category, and yeah, so I do lifting three times a week, um, I told you I keep changing you know I do it for about six weeks. I use the strong app, which I can sort of just load in what my workout is. I don't get bored, I do it for about six weeks straight same workout three times a week. Um, the weight changes a little bit depending on whether if I can do the entire workout, like the entire like you know five sets of bench press i'll increase the weight so I can. You know, just continue to improve. Um, so I do that three times a week, and then abs and mobility, which is something I probably underrated along for, for up until the last couple of years. Um, you know, mobility and recovery is probably fo- one of my focal points. Is to uh, focus on that. My at 60, I didn't focus on those things, and now you know, ankle mobility isn't great. Um, hip pain is is there and it's not very mobile you know my hips aren't great so I do a lot of 90 90 type type mobility Uh, I do a lot of planks just on the ab side and the core side so I do that three times a week as well so it's about nine to 12 workouts per week sprinkled in so like last night I did all three of those mobility lifting and uh, running and then today I didn't do any because I had the animal shelter and then tomorrow's the long run
0: so, oh my gosh, you sound so busy with workouts.
1: <laughs> like I told you, man, I wake up in the morning and that's, that's my focus. And Reagan's like, oh, well, you, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm preparing to go for a run. She's like, oh, you're going to go for a run in like an hour from now. I, I, I do prepare for a long time. Like, I'm, like <laughs> oh, I'm mentally ready to go out there. It's like, it's cold out there. Let me wait till it warms up this afternoon. I'll do my run then, but I always do it. Um, I, I, I very rarely miss any of these workouts. Uh occasionally something might happen and I've got to move one around, but I have I, the checklist has like sort of a star at the end or sort of an X. So if I don't get all three mobility, all three, at least all three run workouts. In this case I'm doing four, uh, or all three lifting, I get an X instead of a, a star. So oh I'm my very, gosh. Like, it's just like being in second grade again. Right? Yeah,
0: you have your token economy and everything. Wow. Yeah, You know, so, I was
1: just thinking about, it. oh, go ahead. No, no, that's, so that's just my fitness section, but then I have a nutrition section, health section, relationships, and then sort of an all other category. There's about 25 things I track on a weekly basis. I sort of schedule out, like, I want to catch up with my kids once, uh, once a week, right? So I try to catch up with either you or Matt or Alex, you know, once a week. Um, you know, animal volunteers on there for two times a week. Um, oatmeal three times a week so I've got a bunch of food ones dish once a week beef once a week oatmeal three times a week veggies food three times each a week so yeah oh my I, gosh. I, again this is what people do when they have a lot of time with their hands
2: <laughs> but, but, but,
1: but and maybe it's also the way I'm motivated right I I, I like having a schedule out because otherwise I could go a month and not think about hey I have I had any fish lately like it's just not part of my normal diet, but yeah. it's on my checklist. I make sure every week I get some salmon, um, and just, you know, have a salad and just the things that I would skip otherwise. And it's important for nutrition. So.
0: No, exactly. And I feel like retiring is, especially because you were so, so busy, like could be really hard if you didn't have like a way to kind of keep yourself accountable on, on, on topic with all of your stuff. So. At sense.
1: the time, I didn't have time to come up with my, my list. But again, in retirement, you got all kinds of time to come yeah. up with lists, come up with plans, come up with all kinds of things. And I change them a lot. Like, as you know, I, I read something like this 80 20 thing that changed, that changed everything for me. Right? Yeah. So, like all of those things, like I, it, it, I do as I learn something new, I'll, I'll change my plan a little bit. Um, I was
0: just thinking that it, it's funny that you are probably the only person that's ever been on the podcast that like doesn't have like a romanticized view of running or like a just like loves running um because I feel like everyone else and like me included sometimes probably gets like weirdly giddy about like I just love running so much you know what I mean it's like you are super committed and like focused and I'd even say passionate but like you definitely don't you know you don't you don't talk all like you know warm and fuzzy about your love for running (laughs)
1: Yeah, I have that on the list. I have like, you know, the spiritual mind, uh, mindfulness aspects of it. And I don't, like, I don't do any of those things. I don't do a, you know, gratitude journal. It's stuff I should probably do. But yeah, I, I, for me, running is, is solely about the result. I don't actually, like I said, I don't enjoy while it's being done, but I do enjoy the satisfaction of having done it.
0: Yeah, welcome back from spring break, everybody. Negative Jeffy talking about how running sucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I know, it's like, but, but I also recognize that I'm probably a bit of an anomaly and I, I, I've, everyone else i talk to, they love, and again, I gotta believe that everyone feels similar to me. Maybe they just don't articulate that way because as you know, running, while you're running, we all know it would feel better to stop, right? I mean, yeah. am, am I wrong? Like it, it's, it's uncomfortable moving your body and having your breathing heavy and you know feeling the pounding of the pavement again i i enjoy doing it to some degree because i know that i'm going to feel good about having accomplished it but i I don't know i feel like i definitely gonna feel better if i stop (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah you know i feel like i've had runs like that and then i usually end up stopping yeah like most of the time i'm not actually thinking that i don't know
1: yeah, no, it, and, and there's a lot of mindfulness. Like, it, when you stop, right? Is it because your body makes you stop, or is it your mind? It's it's you allow those negative thoughts to creep in. And I try not, to, you know, I try to have the time to pass. It doesn't always pass, so uh, you know, especially when you're running alone. Like I, I do oh my all gosh. my tra- training alone, and you probably do as well. But it, it's tough training alone all the time. So you know, again, you, a lot of music, a lot of podcasts, a lot of uh, books on tape
0: have you ever found or tried to find a running group near you now? Cause I feel like, you know, you're in like a, a good area for running. Right.
1: I just actually started looking at it uh, probably a week ago. Like I'm not on Facebook. Like I don't do any social media. If I initially I do one thing and it's, 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 it's animal related. Right. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't do anything people related. Um, so yeah. I mean, once I, once I I moved away from that guy, Jerry Paulson, Like that was my last guy I ran with, and after that, it's really been, I think, almost all solo running. Yeah. So I am going to try to find, like, you know, running. I play golf a lot too, right? So when you play golf, you you play golf with someone that you just bump into there, and then you're you know you're hooked up for the round, and you sort of you start chit chatting. I I don't find that with running. Maybe I'm not a sociable runner. I, I you know I don't bump into someone running and start chit chatting with them. I think that's creepy right? They're <laughs> going to think like, okay, dude, I'm just here to run, man. I didn't want really right. to have conversation. Where at golf, I think people are very social and I do meet people there and they're like, oh yeah, let's, let's catch back up for another round. But I haven't found that for running.
2: Although, yeah, although
1: yeah. I do know it's a very social group.
0: Right. I know. Yeah. I would say like runners love to talk to each other about running. There's got to be a running store, like a shoe store by you, right? There's a running store by you?
1: There is. There's a couple running stores by me and that's where I get those shoes and I should just ask them like, hey, are there any running clubs that uh, I should be joining or can join?
0: Yeah, literally, I feel like every running shoe store has their own running group that meets at some point. So you should ask them next time you're in. Okay,
1: that's good advice. I will uh, I was going to, that was one of my things on my list was if you could give me any advice on running and I think you just gave it to me.
0: Yeah, that's so, probably it.
1: Run with. Yeah.
0: You're crushing it otherwise. I don't think I have any other words of wisdom except for trying to figure out the flow state thing. I do feel like at some point in your running life, you gotta, you gotta find that that flow, time passing without noticing all that.
1: Okay, I'll, I'll work on that. I did, I did listen to that podcast too, and I, I felt like it didn't apply to me. Like,
2: oh, uh, I don't get it. <laughs> what do you mean it's not apply
1: to you? Flow state. Um, yeah, but I do know well, everyone talks about it. I just don't.
0: Yeah, everyone talks about it, and I think people also have like a different view. I mean, like everyone has their own little version of what all that can mean. But flow state is like been studied scientifically as well so but i do have a youtube video that has not come out yet because it was one of the ones i was telling you about that has continued to give me editing trouble so that one will have probably a little more info that might be helpful so i'll okay. let you
1: know now look for it i'll uh I, I you know you and i live too far apart to train together. That's a, that's that's the difficulty right i get I, it's commuting an hour and a half to, to sort of go for a long run is, is difficult although i could do probably a long run you could probably do one of those yeah, you can you push the stroller. Yeah. And help Problem me out. Line, that'll keep me at, at the right pace. Unless I'm, yeah. I'm the guy pushing it, because I don't know that I can push the stroller.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking you would push the stroller.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we can share. We can share some stroller pushing.
0: Yeah. He would like that. Yeah. Um, okay. Running bucket list. What is on on there besides yeah. maybe doing our marathon?
1: Yeah, another marathon. Uh, I think yeah, I started looking at some of these more interesting runs. Like okay, again. Uh, with my, my clock counting down to when I don't know when it's going to end. Um, I, I want to do some more interesting runs. I, I, I love, like, we went out to Vegas right on the way out to see the Grand Canyon. I just did that run in Vegas. That was great. Um, but there's a bunch of other interesting runs that exist. Like, there's ones that, you know, that you have to eat donuts. And so I, I started looking at some of those. In fact, uh, when I get to Florida, I'm actually going to go to Florida in a couple of weeks. Uh, right after in fact right after uh, baby james's birthday party so yeah after that i'm heading to florida and i'm going to try to do find some interesting trail type runs run around there so yeah i try i'm going to try to do some more half marathons more than just the palm beach one i do now um so i I think it's probably a general list and it's a general category of more interesting fun runs i also want to do some more trail runs I, I, i think besides the one we did in seattle i don't think we've I've ever done really a trail race.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking that, that one was so fun. I know I didn't feel well for that one, but I did really like that race. Um, there are a couple around here. They're starting to do more too, um, just like randomly in the woods places. Like there's a 10K. It may have actually already happened at this point, but um I'll have to send some of the ones I find too that sound kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, trail hey, run. Think- okay.
1: Yeah, because up till now, right, I mean, I, yes, I've done a bunch of half marathons, but like, you know, I sort of geared up to do one. I, th- I think it's hard to, you know, I, I think those interesting runs are, tend to be the longer runs. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, I really get geared up to do one of those, but I can't, I, I hadn't been historically geared up to do more than one of those a year. So, right. um, So yeah, so I, I think if now that I feel like with this 80-20 thing, and again, I mentioned a thousand times already. But yeah, I know. Like right, it, are
0: they sponsoring you or something? <laughs> it
1: changed my life Because now I feel like I can do, go on and do a 10 mile run and not just be absolutely wiped out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I feel like I can do these more, more of these runs on a more regular basis and not, and not just, you know, target them like once or twice a year.
0: Yeah. You have to, you have to look into some of the ultras. And I know that like, you know, you can't do, you know, millions and millions of those, but I feel like there's also some really interesting ones that are, you know, not the hundred milers. Well, there are some of those too that are pretty interesting. But even, up oh, well, there you go. He's holding up the of rise the of ultra ultra just, yeah, the ultra.
1: Yeah, that's another book. I'm this one. I'm actually reading, not just listening to.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I mean, there's so many cool races too that people travel for. For those ones, um the one guy that I was coaching, I don't even remember where somewhere overseas but he was planning to do like a mountain ultra that was maybe 30 miles or something um but like it just sounds so cool that there's all these different cool ones too
1: yeah they all sound amazing everyone's the guy's describing in here because he's he's done marathons before but he's now he's just writing the stories about trying to do some there's a couple of ultras in europe that are sort of the pinnacle and they require sort of qualifying at different other ultras so he's describing his his journey to do all these other qualifying races so it's, it's a good book
0: yeah so, no that sounds good
1: yeah but let's let's get through this 12-hour relay race Is oh, that'll yeah. probably dictate whether i'm even capable of running more than 26 miles or 17 miles in my, in my case uh in, in a single day so
0: I think it's going to be way more fun than you're thinking. I literally only am thinking it's going to be super fun. And like I said, I've run five miles this week and the week's half over. So
1: yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do picture being fun, but I, I also picture the fact that you and I won't see each other other than in that little crossover time period. So we'll be, we'll be there for 12 hours together, but not together.
0: Yeah, you know, actually, when I was like visualizing it in my head, I was picturing like sitting down talking to you while I was on a break, but that actually does not add up now.
1: Well, but I do have a tent. I do have, we'll have a, we'll have a great set of supplies. Reagan said she'll come, but let's, yeah. let's be honest, she's not this.
0: <laughs> and if she does, it's like, she's going to get bored pretty quick because that yeah. can't be that interesting. She may be
1: there for a couple of minutes, but that's about it. To help me set up, maybe that's about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That'll be good. So yeah, 12-hour relay in 80 days. That'll be interesting. Yep. And then, yes, I guess see how that goes. And then sights set on something else, maybe marathon. I don't know. It might be too ambitious. I was going to say maybe fall marathon, but.
1: Yeah, I think yeah, if we do okay in this 12-hour um, deal, then I think we got to at least stay in shape enough to do a fall marathon. I think it's, it's really my my thought process, but we'll see.
0: Well, my hang up on the fall marathon, besides like staying fit and having to keep training and find the time for that, is the weather around here. Because that also brings me to my next question about the Rocky run. Since I texted you the other day about that, uh, I feel like we got really lucky last November that it was just randomly really nice. But then the weekend after that, everyone who did the Philly marathon had like the worst weather in history.
1: Yeah. I- they kind of reeled me in. So I, I, I told you 10 years ago when we did it, I was never going to do it again. And I stuck to that for 10 years. And then you said, hey, you want to do this this year? And I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so we did it. And it was great.
0: It was great.
1: Um, it was great. It was a great run. Um, so yeah, I'd say let's, I'll, I'll sign up for it. I'm, I mean, it's, it's also a timing for me. is great because it's, it it's about a month before the half marathon in, in Palm Beach. So it's a, it's a, it's a great timing to sort of be done doing a hard 10 miles. True,
0: true, true, true.
1: Yeah, so I, I'm in if you're in.
0: Uh, yeah, I'll be in, i yeah. Yeah, we'll tentatively do it. It might be me, stroller, hopefully the weather's not bad,
2: we'll okay.
1: see. Okay, we'll see, yeah. Yeah, if it's bad, if it's bad, we can always cancel, right? I mean. I know it's non-refundable. That's okay. We, we we'll we'll survive. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather not get my money back and then stay home in a nice warm day if it's absolutely miserable out, than yeah. just go there and be miserable for ten for ten miles. Because it's not just a ten mile run. It's it's the it's the two hours ahead of time, to, you know, warming up and getting all the other stuff, getting there ahead of time.
0: Walking as far yeah. to get to the car. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's all that process.
0: All right. I'm talked into it.
1: Okay. Here's the other, so you hit my four questions. Oh, my, cool. My eight categories that I was going to rattle off. I think we've hit them all. Like I, I don't even want to say the words eighty twenty again because that was number one on my list. But
0: guys, he's really not sponsored by eighty twenty running. No, <laughs> I really, am not.
1: It's the thing. Like <laughs> um, weight training, mobility, and running. Yeah, I think we that came up at some point in time. Was sort yeah. Of like, I I didn't I, up until this past probably two or three years. I didn't use them complementing each other. I sort of did weight training for a period of time, and I did running for a period of time, but I didn't really use them all collectively together, which I am now, which is right. a huge mistake from the way back when. So younger runners, they, you should run that, or learn that. Uh, recovery, um, you know, I'm pretty conscious about taking the days off after the long runs, but sleep is the number one recovery in my, in my book, and I try to really focus on quantity because I figure quality will take care of itself, but I also use fitbit i don't know do you use uh, anything to measure your sleep you know um, anyway so it's like we can just stop right there i know that so it tells anything? me
0: every day it's bad um my garmin does track sleep but i don't really know if it's like super you know
1: yeah it's probably saying that you're doing a lousy job sleeping is what it's, i'm sure it's telling you so it
0: says poor every morning
1: yeah yeah so mine mine almost always used to say like hey you, you managed to get like seven hours in you're in the like high 80s, low 90s, is sort of the ranking, which is really good. I, I've been struggling lately to figure out why my, my quantity is about the same, but my quality is not quite as good. And I don't know, I, I'm sort of experimenting now to figure out like what's happened with my quality. sleep. So if it's, whether it's light in the room, it's diet, is it overtraining? You know, what is it that's causing you know, that issue? So that's recovery on me. Yeah. Um, I think consistency is the other thing on my list was, you know, it's, it's it's surprising if you do something like regularly all the time, you can really get, your body can really get adapted to it and get better at it. So I I think for many years, I, I sort of, you know, ran, you know, twice one week, once the next three times the next week, didn't run it all the following week because I was really busy at work. And that lack of consistency is really, you know, it just kills any progress. So I feel so much better now when I'm just every week I know what I'm going to do and it's consistently done.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely feel like you talk about that, especially in the past like year or so. It's been like, it, yeah, again, like used to be like, Oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm back into my lifting or I'm back into running or, you know, I'm doing this and um, yeah, it definitely seems like it makes a difference.
1: Yeah, it does. And, and I think the other thing that is a saying, like, don't let the perfect be the enemy of good. Right. Which is, you know, it doesn't have to be the perfect conditions. You know, hey, I want to go out and run seven miles. But I only get time to run four. Like, don't don't then decide like I'm not going to run it at all, right? It, it go and do the four. You're way better off doing that than than not doing anything. And a lot of people, me included, right, if, is when you know there's adversity that you know you sort of throw up your hands and like, okay, I, well, I don't have time to do what I want to do, so I won't do it at all. And sometimes it's probably just me looking for a reason not to do something, <laughs> um, but. You know, it's it is good to just say, hey, let's just you know, something's better than nothing. Uh, nutrition, hydration, we talked a little bit about that one. Um, enjoying the process, we talked a little bit about that as far as the running goes. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I I I put that into a category of always having a plan. You know, testing yourself, you know, periodically, you know, enjoy the process. You know, relationships, spiritual, mindfulness was number seven on my list. I didn't we talked a little bit about that I'm, I, that's probably the, where i'm I'm the weakest from a standpoint yeah. of just you know the things we talked about like i don't i don't journal i don't do those things um but I, I number eight on my list was just periodically doing races and i do i do like that because i do like to have that benchmark like i said that you know palm beach half marathon having that every year to be able to go look back and see you know how you've done each year am i progressing am i am i declining is it was it weather related or is it my conditioning which is why I think we should do the rocky one because we just did it last year yeah those are my, those are my, sort of my eight, eight hot topics uh we sort of hit on I think we hit on almost all of them if not all of them
0: yeah no I, de- I love that you're like such a good sport about doing races too I mean like you definitely do them on your own but I also feel like anytime I've brought up like hey you want to do you know the 5k winter series and potentially be freezing your ass off all winter and you're like yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I, like well, I,
2: I love
1: those. I love those events. It it, it it's it's humbling because you see how many talented people there are. I mean, just in a small race like in that Chester County 5K Winter Series, it was like, wow, there are some really talented people that come to these things.
0: Oh my gosh, there's 60 people in the race, and like we're in the bottom half. It's crazy. Yeah, and,
1: getting, and, and, and when you're getting lapped, that's humbling. Yeah. You're lapped in a 5K. Like <laughs> lapped in a 5K. Five, I got just got lapped that dude is that dude is flying
0: and you're like inches away from getting lapped twice and you're like all right
1: <laughs> okay yeah now he's just rubbing it in it's this like, is a joke oh. yeah
0: yeah yeah it's no, so fun
1: it does see I mean you can see it like when you see it on tv people running you know, like how smooth they are but when you see it in person it's like man that guy is, is absolutely flying or or female because it's not i'm not i've been lapped by women as well
0: yeah i was gonna say we definitely got lapped by some ladies this year i think yeah yeah well okay i feel like we've talked i feel like there's a lot more actually wanted to just go over but it's now been an hour
1: i keep derailing your uh your stuff this is like Uh, you you turned it into a long form format here it's or at least I, maybe I turned into a long, really long <laughs> form.
0: <laughs> like I said, out of practice, spring break got the best of me. Um,
1: but no, this to, was good. Yeah, was there other things on your on your list you wanted to go through?
0: Well, my list is non-existent, but there were things definitely in my head. But I also feel like I'm sure they're all lost, lost well, in you, translation here. You
1: know where I am. You can always call me if you have a question that you really wanted the answer to.
0: Yeah, well, since you're kind of advertising that you have all this free time too, we may just have to have you back when I'm strapped for for a guest and we'll we'll catch up some more about some things I definitely forgot to ask you about. But then yeah. um, also, since you're quite the running researcher, we can pick your brain for some, some running info on hot topics probably. Yeah, we'll
1: do it like almost like a book club because I, I spend now, I, I don't know why it suddenly like probably about a month ago, I just clicked this I did Kara Goucher's book.
0: Oh, uh, I drunk. just started it. Do, do oh, you like it?
1: I loved it. Loved it.
0: Did you do audiobook or did you read it in person? I did
1: audio. I don't lure oh. audio because only because of these long runs. I need something to entertain me.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I'm doing the audiobook, too. And my only struggle is she's sorry, Kara. I love you. Not a great reader. out no, loud. She,
1: I did. Yeah, you have to get past that. <laughs> I did. I, I thought the same thing. And I, I am not a great reader either. So I do know how that is. <laughs> Um, but yeah, she, it, it's a good, the story is good. Um, yeah. I, I forgot how good she was Yeah. when she, she, when she's going through her stuff and, and you know, where, where she's finishing in these different races, I'm like, man, I forgot how good she was.
0: See, I like, didn't know much about her and I only started hearing things like with the whole Salazar stuff. And then, you know, I think it was what, two years ago when I like kind of got deep into talking about that all the time. Um, so like definitely had a lot of info on her then, and that's kind of really all I ever knew about her. And then her book, and now I'm like, oh, I have to listen to this. But um, yeah, I'm super excited to to listen to that one. But definitely send me your book recommendations because I think I have two credits on Audible right now, and I'm like, I'm falling behind on my running books, but I need need some more.
1: Yeah, I'm reading the eighty twenty. Did I mention eighty twenty? Oh my
0: gosh, what eighty <laughs> twenty? Get out of here! Never <laughs> then- heard of it.
1: And because we're doing this twelve hour, I, I'm, I'm now all into these ultra books, like you know, so ultra running books. So yeah, there's a few things we can sort of talk about in the future as well.
0: Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get some book recommendations, and I'll let you know because I have a couple that I haven't read yet that I are on my list, and I'll see if you've, you've read them too.
1: Yeah, if you if you have some on your list, yes, because I actually some of the ones I have read so far are the ones that you've been recommending to me. So like okay. living, living with seal that that actually kick started me off was I wanted to read that's one of the things on my list is reading for 30 minutes a day yeah and, that's, and that that was the, one of the books i started with and it was like man that, this book is good i liked it
0: well it's so funny because and then i i really will stop us <laughs> because people are like all right an hour you can,
1: add, you can edit all this you can edit all this out of
0: <laughs> yeah right i was telling you i don't have an editor you think i'm taking time to edit um but no with that book too um anybody who's read living with a seal by who was that guy he like wrote the nyx song or it's- whatever
2: yeah that's see something
0: but yeah. um that's how much I know sports but um he had Dave Goggins come live with him and as I'm reading the book I was like I feel like that's something that you would do which is why I recommended the book to you because I was like not only does it kind of get you pumped about like working oh. out but I was like I could see you being the kind of person who's like oh yeah come in here train me for 30 days make it as intense as you want
1: <laughs> see and I wanted to be the other guy I wanted to be single nope. because I <laughs> I actually went into my closet and threw like a, like almost all the stuff I have in there away. Like I I I became a minimalist
2: I'm yeah. reading that
1: book. I'm I'm like you know what? Do I really need 20 pairs of socks? No, I need like five. Do I need all these shorts? I haven't worn these shorts in like two years. They're gone. So I I I really have sort of cleaned up my closet um, and gave everything out to Goodwill. So.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah, so you're going to see, that's why you're going to see like the same sweatshirt like all <laughs> the time on me. It's because I only own like three sweatshirts now.
0: <laughs> I mean, people say that's like a big thing to happiness though oh, yeah. is is decluttering and minimizing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Simplify. Yeah, I am. I'm all over it. Yeah, We can talk about that next time too.
0: Yeah. (laughs) All right. So yes, actually we are going to have to cut it off, but thank you so much for taking the time. And I will definitely have to have you back because this was fun. And there's a lot more to chat about. And because I know you're flexible, you can work around all of my limiting scheduling situations too. Yeah.
1: And and, yeah, we should be, we should be doing this on a weekly basis. Just not, not on it for a podcast, but just (laughs) catching up in general. I don't know why I'm not doing this on like every week.
0: I know. Right. (laughs) Well, thank
1: you.
0: Nice seeing you. I just want to thank my dad again, Jeff Williams, so much for coming on my first episode back and bearing with me through working back out all those podcasting muscles because it has been a little while. So that was really awesome. Um, Hopefully can have some more chats with him about running Um, I will put a link to his Instagram, which has nothing to do with running and all things to do with wild animals, um, in his neighborhood. So if you want to check out some cute critters, feel free to check that out. Um, also I will definitely keep everybody updated on our training for our 12 hour relay, as well as later down the road, the Rocky run that we're going to do where the weather is almost always bad. Um, and then if, when we decide to do a marathon together, uh, so definitely stay tuned for all of that. Um, other updates for right now, we are doing every other Tuesday for episodes, um, just as I get back into the swing of things on top of all the other things I'm doing too. Um, what else? And yeah, still working on the YouTube channel. I have a couple um, videos that are almost completely done that just had a few recording errors. So uh, those will hopefully be out soon as well. Thanks thank you for tuning in make sure you rate review, subscribe all the things that you can do for a podcast that you enjoy listening to make sure you check out social media our website any of those things if you have questions comments interview requests feel free to email me at merikeyrunclub at gmail.com